My friends, welcome back to Daily Detroit. Daily Detroit is a short-form segment of The Casual Truth. It's a space I created to explore restaurants and smaller businesses in and around Detroit. It's a 20 to 30-minute interview where I ask all my guests a variation of the same questions. I hope for these conversations in Daily Detroit to really be a portal into the businesses and mindsets of its owners. Also, don't forget to check out The Casual Truth podcast where I do a deeper dive into the minds of Detroit natives. With all that being said, and without further ado, this week on Daily Detroit, I spoke with Gerti Begay, who is one of the owners of Bessa. Bessa is a great restaurant on the corner of Woodward and Congress, smack dab in between Campus Marshes and Hart Plaza. As you'll hear, Gerti epitomizes the American dream by becoming a restaurant owner after his humble origins as a busboy. Gerti is the real deal, folks, and Bessa is just a great place. So please check him out, and if you see Gerti, say hi. Uh, that's all I got, people. I hope you enjoy the interview, and here we go. Let's get rolling. So I'm Let's already start. recording. So, hey, everybody, welcome. Uh, I am sitting in the private dining room in the basement of Besa, and I am talking with the owner or one of the owners? Garrity. One of the owners. Okay. So your name is Garrity. What's your full name? My, uh, my full fir- first name is Garrity and my last name is Begai. What kind of name is that? Oh, uh, I'm Albanian. However, the name itself is based on a German name. Uh, the German name is Gert. There was a famous soccer player in the mid-80s, which my dad was a huge fan of. So his name was Gert Müller. Okay. Okay, that's where my name came from. All right. <laughs> awesome, man. I love it. So I'm here to talk to you about what you're doing here at Besa, and I want to know how you came to Detroit and what is that history of Besa? Yeah. Um, story of me coming to Detroit starts uh, back in 1997, 1998, during civil war in Albania. Um, my older sisters were ready to go to college, and obviously due to civil war, they couldn't. So my parents sent them to the United States. Uh, they came here to Michigan, went to Wayne State, both of them. And when I turned 18, uh, my sisters uh, and my parents wanted me to come here to Michigan um, and studied at Wayne State. So um, I did. Here I am. Um, after that, I started working when I first came in the United States. I started working at Tallulah Wine Bar and Bistro in Birmingham. I was a busboy there. And I loved it. I just fell in love with the industry, fell in love with restaurants, fell in love with good food, and later on started learning about wine and spirits and cocktails. And um, that was it. That was the end of the story. And all I wanted to do and all I, was, all I would think about was opening my own restaurant. Um, and then finally, about four years ago, there was this opportunity to open Besso with um, a few partners of mine. Um, Two of them are brothers. They came to the United States um, during the Kosovo War. They're from Kosovo. Then my other partner, it's um, then and now owner of Tallulah in Birmingham. Uh, He was the one who uh, took me as a busboy, and he was the one who gave me the chance to become his business partner. You went from busboy to business owner. (laughs) You know what's awesome about that is you really epitomize that American dream. You know, you come to a place and... You say, hey, you know, I'm going to start off at this spot and I'm just going to work my way up. And that's amazing. To begin with, uh, I really wanted to work in a restaurant just so that um, I could learn more about American culture. Obviously, I was 18. I I came from Europe. I had traveled most parts of Europe. 
um, knew a little bit about the European culture, obviously, as I lived in it. However, I didn't know much about uh, the United States. I, I, I wanted a job where I had as much contact with people as possible, and uh, that's how it all started. I want to improve my language. I want to speak better English. I want to be around people. I want to have fun. I want to be able to hustle and bustle without looking at the clock. You know, when you're 18 and your English is not perfect, there's not many jobs you can do. And that was the perfect, the one, the perfect one. Gave me the chance to, as I said, be social, and also at the same time, um, gave me the chance to fall in love with something that I didn't think I would love before. Good for you. So you said English is your third language, though, right? Yes, yes. Growing up in Albania, um, I had to learn Italian just because uh, most TV stations that would play my favorite cartoons were in Italian. <laughs> So when you're six, seven, eight years old and, you know, all you want to do is watch your favorite cartoon and it's in a different language, you kind of have to get used to it. <laughs> and, and then, you know, I liked it and then I learned it and, um, and then I had to start learning English. <laughs> so sliding that little tidbit into BESA, uh, we are surrounded by wine right now for people that can't see us. Do you find that learning Italian has given you a deeper cultural ton, uh, context and understanding when it comes to wine? I wouldn't say so. Um, it's easier for me to pronounce um, Italian names on bottles of wine, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Uh, and by knowing the language, obviously you need to know a little bit more about the culture itself. So I know a little bit more about the regions to begin with. And that was easier for me to implement as far as learning the um, Italian part of the wine world. However, there's so many other countries and so many other regions that, um, that produce some great wine. But I would say that about 5% was already started just because of the fact that I spoke Italian. Yeah, sure. So let's talk about the concept of BESA. So yeah. how did it start? How did, where, where was your motivation to, to get it to look the way that it does and to establish the menu that you have? Absolutely. I'm going to start with a name, um, BESA. It has many, many meanings in our, uh, in Albanian, in our language. However, the reason why we chose the name Bessa for the restaurant and the hospitality uh, meaning behind it is our guest before ourselves. It also translates into a word of honor and into um, a bond. Obviously, me and some of my uh, partners are Albanian, so that was our bond together. Uh, it was the fact that we all came from different regions of Albania, and we were here, and we all went through uh, similar experiences getting here, and we all wanted to you know, live the American dream. And finally, after all the hard work, we were able to start our own, our own business and we wanted to give it a meaningful name and a meaningful um, statement behind it. And this, if you read our menu, on the first thing that you would see, it says Bessa, our guest before ourself. And that's, that's what drove Bessa. And that's, that was the main concept behind this restaurant. Uh, we wanted the guests to feel at home. We wanted the guests to feel appreciated. And we wanted the guests to understand that uh, this is not just a business for us. We are in it because we really love doing it and we really love seeing them um, in, through our doors. Um, with that, then, uh, we started looking for a space. We had a name, we had a concept in mind, but we had to look for a space. And uh, this actually was the very first building we saw uh, here in Detroit. And the first, thing I the first thing I realized as soon as I walked down here. We are in a basement now. It was the original floor from 1917. It's awesome. Um, it's an Albert Kahn building, actually. Uh, and We're, I'm looking at it now. It's awesome. 
obviously when we saw the building it was under construction it was a mess it was a very uh wintry detroit day it was snowing and raining at the same time out there there was no light down here so we were trying to uh, get a better understanding of what the space was and the only thing i could focus on was uh was the floor but something tells me you got it like i get the sense that you're a visionary and you came in here and you were like this is it i would say so yes I, I think the space itself combined with the history behind it and the location, it's, that was it. I said, you know, if we want to bring Bess alive, I think this is the spot. That's amazing. And you just blew my mind just describing, you know, what the name means. And I want to make sure I get it right because I think I pronounced it two different ways. Is it Besa or Bessa? First time you're right. Bessa. <laughs> Bessa. <Yes. laughs> Right on. Cool. No, I think that's fantastic. I think there's a lot of people out there that try to start a new business endeavor and they try to come up with a catchy name that's going to connect with people. And what I like about what you just described to me is that it's so authentic and it really has deep meaning. And I had no idea. I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And so um, starting up uh, with this restaurant, you have to decide on a cuisine as well. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, well, like, why didn't you go all Albanian? That's an easy and a hard, uh, hard question is, for me to answer. This is modern American, right? No, best itself, the menu is based on the Adriatic Sea. I would say it's uh, modern European uh, based on the Adriatic Sea. So you're looking a little bit from, um, you're looking all the way from Greece to Albania, Montenegro, Croatia, Slovenia, all the way up to the east coast of uh, Italy. Um, why didn't we do American? Um, Name a restaurant, as you said, it all goes back there. It all goes to the concept, our guests before ourselves, what we know how to do, why we're doing it. Um, we wanted to bring in some of that home food, but in, done in a way that um, gave people a different perspective over it. I love that you have that clear mission. I appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, it's, it's what we wanted to do. And sometimes it takes time to realize what you want to do. But once you realize what you want to do and you have that mission, you have that focus, you have everything lining from the concept um, to the architecture, to the name, to the menu, that's when it's not a job or a business anymore. It's just a lifestyle and it's, you just enjoy it. And yeah. you, you just live life. You don't Love feel it. like you're coming into work. You feel like you just woke up and you're going through a daily routine. Yeah, I'm picking up what you're throwing down. <laughs> so with what you've implemented, what are some of your most popular dishes and cocktails? Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm going to start with cocktails because Detroit loves cocktails. Yeah, uh, good cocktail culture here. For absolutely. Sure. Detroit loves tequila as well. And Detroit loves uh, their cognac, which is my favorite. So um, that's why I also love Detroit. Uh, as far as cocktails, uh, we've always had a vodka-infused cocktail that has done very well for us. Uh, currently, we have uh, a cocktail that's infused with chamomile. Before that, we had a cocktail that was infused with um, green tea. And then before that, we had the cocktail that was infused with jasmine tea. And that's, that seemed to be one of our staples together with, as I said, a tequila cocktail. And food? Oh, food. Um, <laughs> it's all good. Food is all good. Uh, however, I would say try some of the dishes that you're not as familiar with. Uh, we have a roasted eggplant toast, which as a name, could, the name sounds very simple and easy. However, you have a layer of uh, green pepper. You have a layer of Ivar. 
you have a layer of G's, which most people, you know, we answer that question pretty much every day. What is it? Well, it's the <laughs> Albanian version of, you know, soft cheese and some homemade focaccia bread at the bottom. Uh, simple things that deliver um, different flavors and different layers. It's the goal. Do you have a comfort food personal to you? I do. I do. I like pasta a lot. Uh, I grew up eating pasta. It was also easy to cook. I would make it myself. My parents were at work. You know, I, I, I would make the easiest thing possible, pasta. You know? But that's really vague. So you got to give me, you know, with a sauce or with a, you know, with, with clams. Oh, no. I, I think my favorite pasta ever, my favorite pasta ever is um, just fresh tomato, basil, olive oil, garlic, um, the way my mom would do it and how I learned to do it. And she would just grab fresh, um, nice ripe tomatoes, just grate them on a cheese grater, um, then toss them with some olive oil, salt, pepper, basil on the heat for 45 seconds. And then uh, she would just have some uh, made pasta on the side, toss them with a little bit of butter and mix everything together. And that was, you know, that was my favorite thing ever. God, that sounds amazing. It's I'm going to go sim- home and cook that. It's very simple, but seconds. also... You know, all it takes is seven minutes to boil the pasta and another two minutes to grate the tomato and cheese. And Perfect. There you go. You got, you know, a, a, a quick Mediterranean meal. <laughs> Isn't it sad that it's it's so simple to cook that, yet some people don't realize that. They they think it's such this grand effort to cook for themselves, and they'd rather eat fast food. I find that is such a tragedy. I think that's also part of the culture um, growing up. There weren't many fast food growing up. There weren't many fast food joints around my city, and um, you know whatever you were craving, you had to explain it to your mom, and she would make it for you. And that's how things started. And then later on, I realized even on myself, as more fast food joints opened up, obviously I would try and you know cut shortcuts. However, um, you you realize quickly, especially working in this industry, that you have to watch what you're eating and how you're eating and when you're eating it. Um, it's one of the biggest debates, um, especially in the restaurant industry. When are you eating your last meal? When are you eating your, fast, your last meal and your first meal? And what are you eating in between? And um, how much are you eating before you're going to sleep? Uh, we work long hours. We work a lot. And it gets to a point where uh, sometimes eating, it's not as healthy and... W- that's one of the things we got to watch and not just in restaurant, but in many other, you know, I hear you speaking of the restaurant industry. It's been a hard industry to be in during this past year, during this COVID pandemic. You know, I understand that as business owners, you guys get asked the question, you know, is, you know, what's it been like during COVID it's tough, right? I mean, it's been tough on everybody, but uh, I like to twist this question and ask, uh, what are some unexpected lessons you learned or a realization or an opportunity that you've learned from operating a business in that space during this time of COVID? Bonding with people. It was a hard time for, for humanity. It was not just a hard time for businesses. It was not a hard time for everybody. It was just being able to connect and deal with humans, not, not only our patrons and our guests, bonding more with staff. Um, we, we tried to, not try, but we, we did some uh, big deliveries and we, we cooked some food for first responders and uh, other uh, essential employees around town or 
around Metro Detroit area. And uh, by doing that, I had I brought in my staff. I gave them an outlet to come out to a safe environment, but also keep busy uh, and had the chance to talk to them, talk to them to a different level. It was not just the hustle and bustle of everyday restaurants. It was, you know, more about being personally understanding and supporting them and what they need and creating a better environment for them. Um, I think some of the greatest things that came from this tragedy was uh, the fact that people um, stopped for a second and started looking around. We were not all just running around, but we started caring for people around us. That's a great answer, and I can tell it's real. And uh, I, I think that's... You know, a beautiful lesson and in, in hard times we all come together, right? Right. And that's that's what we should do more often, I think. So what can we do to help bring awareness to BESA? Come in and let us take care of you. Let us show you why we put our guests before ourselves. I love that. Let's talk about where you're at and where, where we can find you. Oh, yeah. we're. Uh, I heard someone say it earlier uh, today, actually, and I, I loved it. We're uh, dead in the center of Compass Marshes and Hart Plaza, yeah. uh, which was a very good way of explaining it. However, uh, Besta is located at the corner of Congress and Woodward, uh, downtown Detroit. We're right across the street from the Chase Building. Awesome. So I have uh, two last questions for you. One is about Detroit. You moved here. You said uh, a lot of complimentary things about Detroit already. But on the overall, what does Detroit mean to you? Detroit is home. I would say Detroit is home. I talk to a lot of friends that I grew up back home with that they moved to the United States as well, and they're in different states and different uh, parts of the United States. And every time we talk about it, I tell them that I love Detroit and I feel at home, and I wouldn't change it for anything. And obviously home is, home is great, home is good, home is where you're comfortable. Home is also um, you know, where, you, where you go at the end of a work day and you relax and also, it's the place you got to clean up and take care of. Perfect. That's why Detroit's home for me. Yeah. Last question is about music. So I believe that music is something that it, it connects us all. It's like this universal language that I like to say to people. So I understand that not everybody is hyper-focused on music, but I, I find it to be something that's important, you know, mostly to all of us. So what are you listening to now or what are some of your favorites? This is one of the hardest questions anyone can ask me at any time. <laughs> I, I love music. I, I love listening to music. I, don't, I love listening to whatever's on the radio, to be honest with you. I uh, obviously have a few of my favorite singers. Um, and I try to listen to quite a lot of Albanian music just because of the fact that um, you know I moved here and I don't want to lose the culture. I want to be able to still... Remember the language, speak the language. When I have kids, I want to be, I want them to listen to Albanian music and so on and so forth. However, um, I will piggyback to opening Bessa. Um, the hardest decision I had to make was pick what station we're going to play, <laughs> and I have changed that station for a per, for the first five months. I have changed the station every single day until. After, I would say, about 180 stations that I've changed, I, I picked a station that fit the vibe, <laughs> fit the music. I'm sorry, fit the food, the cocktails, uh, the mood of the staff. I got to tell you. Yeah, go ahead. 
I mean, the, the reason why we listen to music is an emotional outlet, whether it's to make us happy or, you know, guide us through a sad moment in life or whatever, you know, that 10 minutes of listening to music does to you. Um, and in, in the Russian um, in the Western world, we want to make sure we're happy listening to this music and it's giving us good memories and it's putting people in a, in a good mood and they're happy and they're enjoying their meal and enjoying their drinks while they're listening to this music. And that is something that we not always we do consciously. And that's why it was one of the hardest things for me to figure out. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I was here about uh, maybe three weeks to a month ago and I was listening to the music having a drink and I kept putting my Shazam like up into the air so it can hear the music because you know, you guys do play a lot of good music here. And I was like, I like that, whatever it is. So here's what I want to know. Uh, give us an Albanian artist that nobody's ever heard of. Ooh. Um, capital T capital T. Yep. Wow. That's uh, pretty straightforward. That's pretty easy. <laughs> I thought there was going to be some long exotic name there, but, uh, I like that. I, I, the reason why I chose it is I was listening to him on my way here. Perfect. Do you have any final words, Gersey? You're the real deal, brother. I appreciate it. I that. liked all your answers, and it, 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 I sensed that it was all from the heart. I'm here every day. Come and see me. Come and hang out. We'll grab a drink together. Love it. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Thank you.